Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope uh, you didn't forget that, guys. And uh, and welcome to the show today. Hope everything's going well for you this week as we uh, head into more economic numbers. Uh, we did have uh, CPI come out this morning. We'll talk about that more here in just a little bit after um, kind of an update yesterday. So we'll look at those things and more. Uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. But before we do that, let's not forget that, uh, hey, there is one thing that you absolutely can control within your portfolio, and that's how much risk you have. In order to do that, you need to know what your risk number is, and you need to understand how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Light FM. That's uh, Delilah there in plain white tees. I'm Morning Dave. It's I'm, I'm feeling like I'm kissing my sister this morning. I'll tell you why in a second, because it's time to look in on your finances and see how they're doing on Wall Street this morning. It's been, from what I hear from Philip Stadler, kind of an up-and-down roller coaster inside of about 60 seconds at 8.30. Let's go downtown to Stadler Financial Services' very own Philip Stadler and see how things are going this morning. Philip, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well today. Sorry I missed yesterday. I had a little computer technology problem. Actually, I've got to replace the whole computer now. So, yeah, that's... Uh, a little bit of an issue there, so but uh, hey, we made some adjustments this morning, and and at least uh, we're able to get back on. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, it must be a contagion. I replaced the computer in my office yesterday morning for the exact same reason. So maybe maybe, maybe it's just a bad luck virus. That we I was talking about kissing my sister. Uh, it, everything this morning came out a little bit better than it was, but nowhere near as good as they expected. We got the consumer price index information out this morning from our dear friends at the federal government. And, uh, okay, fine, it's a little bit better than, uh, it, than it had been, but still, uh, we're up one-half of 1% one uh, on the consumer price index. That gives us a 6.4% year-over-year inflation rate. And uh, last month it actually declined a little bit, and they were expecting a better inflation rate than we ended up getting. I mean, no, it's better than it was six months ago, but... Uh, then all of a sudden at 8.30 when those numbers came up, the stock market went way up for a few minutes. It's like they just saw the top line and said, okay, let's buy some. Yeah, they did. And that was threw me for a loop there for a little bit because I looked at the delay quotes and, and the Dow was like at $70, $80. And I looked at my uh, real-time quotes and we were at $230, $240. like <laughs> we have dwindled back down to the red now. But uh, I was kind of looking at it and say, okay, are they looking at the same numbers I'm looking at? Because, uh, yeah, the inflation did go down a little bit from where it was last month, but not near what they expected it to go down. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it was 6.5% annual inflation rate during last month's reading. They expected it to go down to 6.2%, and we come in 6.4%. So, yeah, a little bit better, but not what we were expecting. And all of the conventional wisdom I was reading overnight last night was that the Federal Reserve are watching these numbers and concerned about whether or not inflation is getting stuck in the mid-sixes. And, well, offhand, it kind of looks like it's doing just that. It's kind of stuck there, isn't it? 
It, it does look like it is, Dave. The only uh, maybe uh, bright spot that I can think of right now is that the Fed does not meet again until March 21st. Exactly. So I think we'll have one more reading of the CPI uh, before they meet. So maybe that will be enough to, to give them what they want. They've got all the switches and the handles, and they've got the inside information. And that, that isn't, and we need to remember again, too, that's not the number that the uh, Fed is actually watching. Paulson has said basically the, the PCI inflation rate is what they're watching for. And I think we get a reading on that next week. It takes a little longer after the CPI. But, but still, the, uh, the top line indication, and you're right, we got five weeks before we end up having to have the Fed make another decision that might throw us into another tailspin. But uh, still, the indications are five weeks out like we ain't got this thing licked yet do we yeah definitely don't have it licked yet and that is um you know that's what the fed's looking for they really want that inflation number to fall and um and, and so you know we, we've got five weeks to get it to get it to going in a better direction faster than what we're seeing right now yeah, to dig down a little bit on the report before we go to other stuff, the uh, core number as well was pretty much the same story. Food and energy obviously go up and down. Look at the gas pump, you can tell that. And anybody that's bought a dozen eggs know that's kind of on the goofy side lately. So you pull that out and just leave with the stuff that goes up in price and stays there by and large. Uh, the core was 5.7% last month. It was expected to come in at 55 this month. And now year over year, we're looking at 5.6, so again, a little better than last month, worse than they expected. So the entire inflation report is, like I said, it's a kiss in your sister report today, and I can't say anything good about it. Now you tag on to that. At 6 a.m. this morning, the National Federation of Independent Business put out their Small Business Optimism Report, which is one of those reports that you and I in normal times kind of gloss over. It starts holding a little bit more sway when we're into hinky times like this. It was at 89.9 for the index last month. It climbed to 90.3, which was a little bit of a gain, but that's still the 13th month in a row that it's been below the multi-year average, which normally has been around 98. So there's a bad case of stinking thinking still going out there in independent business as well. Again, kissing your sister it's a little bit better but nowhere near the improvement they expected definitely not and and i think that we may see that number even continue to fall off even more as inflation continues to put pressure on small businesses i mean that and and the whole labor issues mm -hmm. well and, and you have to remember the small business is the one that really gets pinched with inflation the guy running a single location restaurant doesn't have the buying clout to beat up the beat up the suppliers so all of a sudden my cheap steak that i like to go out and eat on on weekend evenings suddenly went up to 35 dollars for a darn steak on saturday night it was still awful good but it was like double what it was last year at this time <laughs> yeah so that means you can eat less of them right uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, you know, the, you know, the small guys are the ones that really get screwed with the process because, like I said, they don't have the clout to be able to beat up the suppliers and say we're buying 10 tons of us, give us a better price. No, they're buying enough to get through one restaurant for a week, and that just makes it harder and harder. Uh, earnings season continues. I'm seeing a bunch of names I don't recognize on the top of my winners and losers list this morning, but I know one of the big ones did report, and it was Coca-Cola, right? 
Yes, sir. Coca-Cola reported, and they had a really uh, a pretty good quarter on revenue side. Anyway, revenue beat expectations by about a tenth of a billion. <clears throat> that's uh, that's a pretty big number. Uh, so uh, they did that. Now they came in. Their earnings per share came in basically in line with expectations, uh, but but still that was that was good news. And so they're trading up a little bit this morning, about four tenths of a percent. Uh, but that's up. They closed yesterday up 1.6%. So, so that's a, a pretty good jump in two days for them. That's good news. Uh, that, that, and that, that kind of comes under the heading of consumer sundries, which as a rule, I tend to look at as being a bigger bellwether than some of the luxury goods we talk about. Yeah, it, it, I mean, that's right. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, um, it's not cheap mm-hmm. anymore to go get a Coca-Cola, you know. Yeah, and you can't live without soda pop, so I can say that's a sundry in my world. <laughs> All right, so we do have a couple others. Let's uh, we're staying in the kind of the food area. Let's look at restaurant brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the guys that own Burger King, and, and that group they uh, they uh, missed by about two cents a share um, for for this last quarter. And so they were trading down. Where are we at now? Yeah, we're still trading down about three, a little over 3%, about 3.2% actually this morning. I guess you could call it a whopper of a disappointment, huh? Whopper of a disappointment. The, uh, you know, we've had a lot of travel stocks report to over the uh, last week and a half or so. Marriott reported, and mm-hmm. um, they topped their estimates on both the top and bottom line. Uh, they came in at $1.96 in earnings versus $1.83 expected. Um, so that was kind of good news there. And then revenue beat as well. And, and so we've got Marriott running today. Um, they're up about uh, four tenths of a percent this morning uh, before we get going. And they were up kind of like the other one. They were up one and three quarters percent yesterday. So a, a nice little two day bump for them right now. The travel industry has always confused me. I mean, we've got all these challenging times. We've got mainline retailers getting challenged because we're all getting pinched a little bit, but the travel stocks are going crazy. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's, uh, people are still, I think, willing to to, uh, to save a little to spend uh, on travel if they can, um, mm-hmm. just because we went so long without travel. Uh, but uh, so I got a couple more for you. I got a company called uh, Palatar. It is a software company. And they uh, they made their first profit, uh, their first wow. gap first gap profit in the fourth quarter. Um, revenue was was uh, was stronger than expected as well. They're up. I know they're not on your list, but they're a big winner today, up fifteen percent. Wowzers! No, they yeah. were one of the ones that I didn't recognize that I still grow across my ticker. They aren't on my <laughs> list on the S and P, but it's one of those names I didn't recognize before. Now let's switch gears to kind of my big loser, at least for the day. And that's going to be um, Solar Edge Technology. Technology. Um, they beat on their top and bottom line for the fourth quarter. Uh, but according to their CEO, he did warn that uh, they expect some potential softness in their market for the first half of 2023. Didn't say why, didn't see why uh, he expects that, but that's definitely uh, an issue for them, and that's got them being drugged down this morning about 5.2 percent. Wow, more than I know for sure, but I wonder if that's a function of the rising interest rates. My solar system is financed at like 1.5 percent. I got to believe those incentive rates aren't as incentivized as they used to be. Ah, that, that's a good point, Dave. That, that's very well could be. 
It could be. I mean, it's more than I know for sure on that company, but I got to assume that there's a factor involved there. Absolutely. That, that's, a, that's a good point. So that's, uh, that's all the earnings I have for us this morning. Alrighty, resetting the table. And by the way, I've been watching my delayed quotes doing that up and down you were describing a little earlier. Yesterday, it was a pretty good-sized up day. Dow was up by over a full percent, up $376 yesterday. Standard & Poor's was up by 47 which was an even bigger percentage rise than the Dow. And the NASDAQ even pulled out a win, almost a percent and a half, up 174 points. Boy, that sounds like happy days are here again. Then I look at the futures this morning. What are we doing 45 minutes early? Well, it's um, it, it's bouncing, Dave. We're actually in the positive right now. Uh, hmm. we, we had gone down in the red. I mean, this thing's been all over the place this morning. But right now, we've got the Dow up a little over a tenth of a percent. Uh, well, it just went to a tenth of a percent, $33. The S&P 500 is up uh, between the two tenths and one tenth, $6.00. The NASDAQ 100, you might as well say it's flat. It's up $4. Um, and so just went red. So we're, we're getting a lot of ups and downs here this morning, Dave, for sure. We've got silver up a, a little over a tenth of a percent. But I'm going to tell you, Dave, it is down drastically from the highs of 24-something. It's at $21.88 uh, an ounce. It just keeps uh, getting worse. And then gold is up about a half a percent, still under 1900 though, at $1,873 an ounce. Crude oil, the one we like to see going down, is down 1.5% this morning, Dave, to $78.94 a barrel. That's about where it was yesterday morning at this time, and I was expecting an increase because OPEC issued a, a projected demand report this morning that showed demand going up for oil worldwide, and I figured that would probably bump it up, so... Kind of glad that's not happening. Overseas markets mixed bag on the Asian rim. Japan was up. Hong Kong was off by a little bit this morning at the close. Nothing really exciting on either side. European stocks, as of this moment anyway, are slightly to the positive halfway through their day. We've been talking about the market going up, down, and sideways all inside of the 10 minutes we talked. That's not the way you want to plan your retirement around. How do I find you to get all that instability out of my retirement plan, Philip? You know, exactly. That's why we developed our core retirement design to help people figure out what the risk they should have versus the risk they do have in their portfolio. They can give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their core retirement design. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning to see whether we end up red, green, or somewhere in between, because it's anybody's guess right now, right? That's right. It is. It's been all over the place this morning. <laughs> Have a good day, sir. I'll see you then. Uh, it's 105 point, thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope that your week is going well. Don't forget, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, take care. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great one.